Hello. This is a very, very strange, very surreal. It's who's around? We've been on hiatus. We've been over. We've been now. We've been, we've been, we've been out. We've been in, uh, and here we are. Although there's lots to be explained. With me at the table is uh, the Robbo. Hello. Good evening. Welcome. Uh, it has been a while, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. Apologies for that. It's um, there's been lots happening. Uh, all for the not for the, the brilliant, all the good. It's not brilliant. No. So where would you like to start? Uh, do you want to start with um, Armgate? Maybe bring it to who gate? Armgate. Oh, Armgate. Okay. And that was yeah. In all fairness, that was that involves you. Yeah. And I think I I think I originally messaged uh, on the on the socials. Uh, uh, you know, hashtag pray for Tim. Mm. Uh, basically, uh, what do you want to say? Don't yeah, okay. So, so this is. I mean, I think we did a pod mid-February, and this happened the last day. Well, the first day of March, which I think was a was St David's Day, uh, March the first. I went to Carshawton an Athletic game under 16s My old team, I used to coach. Um, watched the game, seven forty-five over uh, Culver's Avenue, which is uh, really nice. Really good game. Then myself and my uh, my mate Nick, who runs the team, had a couple of drinks in the in the clubhouse. And then as I was leaving the clubhouse, and I know what you're thinking, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but is that a drink? Oh, is that a drink? drink? But I've been far more drunk than that. I'm very very drunk more than that. And I um I tripped on a little curb. As you know, if you know, like um, <coughs> football pitches got something like borders around it and everything else. We've got railings around a 3G pitch. And I've tripped forward and I've put my arm out and it's gone through the railings. I've snapped all the top part of my arm about three times. So my arm's floppy McFlops <laughs> <laughs> at this point. So imagine it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're not eating at this point. Um, laying on my back for an hour waiting for an ambulance um, in agony. Couldn't obviously do anything. Could look to my arm that was all over the place, the wrong angle. Got to A&E. I had to wait seven hours in A&E. On a Friday night, Just a seven. Friday not, night, classic A&E, yeah. Friday night. Not a priority. Not a priority. <laughs> Never a priority. It's Friday night, mate. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I had an opera. I had to go up to a ward, had morphine, which is absolutely <laughs> like having a little bubble bath. <laughs> Thank God for morphine. is in the world. Never had it before, but I recommend it. <laughs> But when the fun stops, I know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like, oh, this is drugs, <laughs> this is drugs, drugs to sort. Frank, isn't it? Be Frank. Yeah, um, yeah talk, to, you should, to, yeah. talk to Frank. And then um, <laughs> I had an operation because it was that bad. I had to put a metal rod in my elbow to the top part of my arm to attach it. Uh, so, yeah, so my first time I've had an operation. I was in the hospital for two days. Um, and then I was obviously off work for about four or five weeks. Yeah. And I had, the, I had 24 staples, not stitches. In my wound, which has come out ten days later, I'm now doing physio, and I'm now going back next week for an X-ray check. It's all uh, healing properly, and that was eleven weeks ago now, I think, probably. Yeah, exactly. Like I say, it's um, it's a good few months. So that was March. Now we're coming towards the end of May, um, and you know, obviously to pick up for the end of that story, you're obviously still recuperating now, aren't you? You yeah. don't have the full movement in your arm and the like mic. Say, you're going, going for checkups and that the mic is obviously being held by uh, the guards yeah this is weird because I've hosted before <laughs> but not I don't think you've yeah. obviously never been here no. so now I'm doing the, the, the thing yeah exactly well um, we don't know what the future of the pod is and what, uh, Chris will probably now have to explain my arm explain what's happened with the rest of the guys and what's happening in our situation um, but the pod will be watched this space so he's going to go away again after this one it's like a special one off saying hello and goodbye type thing um, 
But yeah, so do you want to explain why the other guys? Oh, it sounds a bit yeah. dour. It does. It does a little bit. Funny, but it? you know what, it's, but it's also these cards on the table. Some people would say it's just as funny, maybe funnier. Um, in that time that Tim Tim has been away, it's been difficult to get the guys together in general, uh, and we we all got together. We all do the pod because we all work at the, yeah near nearby at the same place. Um, People, people have left. You'll be probably maybe ecstatic to hear that Baz is uh, not here because he doesn't work with us anymore. He left uh, about Easter, just <laughs> before Easter, he left. Yeah. Yeah. So we try again. We tried to get a pod in, a bit of a farewell to Baz. Uh, unfortunately, that hasn't happened. And the reason he's mostly drunk for most of these last he weeks. Was quite, yeah, was was quite quite drunk. Would probably have made more sense. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, unfortunately, um, best bestie, who's you know the newest member of the, of the pod, um, he's uh, well, he's coming on holiday. But uh, him and and Tim are going off to work somewhere else. So. Game of Thrones style guards is the only one left <laughs> left standing. So um, Tim and I spoke about just getting something together because it was. You know, we were doing do, doing things episodes pretty regularly, and then it would just dropped off a cliff. Uh, it's something that I think, particularly me and Robbo, have enjoyed doing. I think that hopefully the boys have enjoyed doing. But it was difficult to do, and it was just a couple couple of you. So, um, you know, farewell. I suppose originally, or sorry, first off to, to Baz, uh, you bought a certain element to the pod. Uh, you never listen. So yeah, we could probably say what we really think about you, and you never ever find out. But in, you know. You bought you were you were comedic value uh, with a few gems. Stand up, stand up, some Yeah, no, stand up, some Rupes was factually incorrect. Things like, do you remember that time Ramsey broke his leg in the final? <laughs> that, oh, that yeah, was. And there's loads me. of people who broken their legs in the final. Name another one. If you find the episode, I think it's an episode called Leg Break or something. That's uh, that's one of my favourites. And anyway, I, I always remember a recent one. It was, talked about how Mo Salah played in France. Never, never played. <laughs> Never, never happened. Yeah. Loads uh, of faux pas. And then the best, best, bestie, the uh, strongest, like, uh, vervent Man United fan. Uh, Someone would say idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he backs, backs, backs him to the hilt. Um, and bought, bought, uh, bought a good dynamic to the, uh, to the pod after, obviously, previous people had left with... Uh, the Coots, if you're in people, you know, long listeners may remember, mm. and, and the Elves. One of the long-standing ones. Uh, yeah, and, you know, going, going all the way back, we had uh, Palms, who, if you still listen, 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 Palms, you know, we remember you fondly. Um, but, hey, let's, 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 actually, I was going to say, let, let's look forward, but maybe. Elves as well. Uh, yeah, did I not say Elves? I, I mean, Elves, who, we're going to mention, mention teams, Liverpool fan. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Talking about Liverpool, it's a nice segue into the end of the season. Yeah, because um, they didn't do it, did they? No. And I think we all had we all had City down at, at the beginning to win it. And then, it, like credit to Bestie, he was the first to say. I think towards the end of end of last year, definitely around Christmas time, he had a funny feeling Liverpool could do it, mm. and we laughed we laughed him down. Yeah. But if they'd have done it, if the few results had gone a different way. What I mean, what it was a great ending. Like two powerhouse teams, win after win after win, uh, and then even fight on the final day, they could have done it. It was a bit of a swing, wasn't there? Because yeah. um, I mean, Brighton hope. scored, and it could it could have happened, but Pep's Pep's team came through. I think if you listen to the third, one of the early pods, you have to scroll back. There's loads on there. Go to iTunes. 
Who's Round or SoundCloud uh, I look for Who's Round and all our episodes are on there there's hundreds on there um, if you go back to the big start of the year we gave our predictions I'm sure I had the top two correct I can't remember my, the next two top four uh, but I definitely had Man City Liverpool I'm sure I did <clears throat> um, so that'd be interesting to I think most of us beforehand thought Liverpool would be the, the nearest challengers. Um, mm, yeah, I think but so. But I was yeah. hoping, and, and Bessie's going to go mad when he's into this on holiday. <laughs> I actually want Liverpool to win. Um, no, I did, I did too, yeah, in all fairness. Yeah. Like, it didn't bother me. A lot of people were so against it. But So just picture the scene. He's in Santorini at the moment. He's just listening to this on his iPod. And he's going, because oh, no, no, uh, we both wanted Liverpool to win. Um, so, so the scenario now is obviously I want... So it's, it's difficult at the moment because you've got the Champions League, which is Liverpool Tottenham. I have to say Liverpool. Yeah. One hundred percent. It might get a Liverpool yeah. top for the day, especially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously <laughs> Arsenal Chelsea. Arsenal to win that, of course, get us into the Champions League. <clears throat> Something come out, um, out of in the press yesterday. We're recording this on uh, on a Wednesday, the twenty second of May. Trying to remember what day it is. That's correct. And. Um, Czech has come out, or Chelsea have come out, so the Czech is going to be the new director of football after the Europa League uh, game. He's going to go into, uh, go back to Chelsea. Why are they announcing that now? It can't be our number one keeper then for that game, because I, I, I question his loyalty. Playing against Chelsea, new. I put Leno in and say, mate, you've had your game, you've had your send-off. Sit on the bench as a precaution. Uh, but there's no way I would have Czech in goal. Sorry, after that comment, no chance. Uh, I, yeah, I, I t- totally see that. I think they it's a bit of gamesmanship uh, on behalf, you know, on behalf of Chelsea, on behalf of their club. Uh, arguably, if it was the other way around, we might do the same. But because because of that, it might actually do do us a favour. Like Le- Leno has been keeping, you know, he, t- he took over. He became the first choice. Like Czech started the season, first choice, uh, and then he picked picked up an injury. Leno came in. And it all it all changed around. So, um, but, you know, credit to Leno. I'd say he's our better keeper, our best keeper at the, at the at the minute. And if they end up playing him, I wouldn't be too disappointed. And then, uh, so if, if Chelsea have done that, do they think they want to unnerve things? Yeah, that's yeah, what actually, they've done. If they if we if we then drop check for the final because it. Could you imagine it, penalties and he puts he, he he wins us the game on penalties. By four saves yeah. or something. Well, you, you'd like to see a guy. He's, he's, he's under contract to Arsenal, you know, to the end end of the season, whenever that might be. Maybe it's the end of this month because uh, the finals on the 29th or just whenever, the whatever season officially finishes. Mm. You'd say, you'd, on the one hand, you'd be like, well, you're a professional. That's your job. You do your job to your, the best of your ability. And then when you move to your next job, then obviously you cut ties and you move on. But you know, we're only human. What would you, what, what, how would, if, if you even think subconsciously no, it's going to put no, no, doubt no, no, in someone's mind. You Chelsea or Tottenham, remember that. Sorry? You're not human if you support Chelsea or Tottenham. <laughs> well, yeah, especially Chelsea if you're, if you're hey, hey, hey Matthew Best. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. There's some weird things in there, you know, there's a thing about Mkhitaryan isn't going to travel because there's um, political conflict between uh, Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan and Armenia. Um, that's a massive shame. So there's a, uh, the, t- the, t- the ticket allocation the clubs were given 6,000 each um, which is a, f- a fraction of what you know their, their, their season tickets uh, holders are um, there's massive issues with getting 
get into Baku. Why is it in Baku? I mean, what what decisions were they move it around? They move it around, which I can understand. But to have it in uh, a place which is difficult for any anyone else in Europe to get to seems a bit remote. And uh, I don't know. It's difficult. It's difficult. They don't know what teams are going to get there, but. It seems it seems it always seems a strange place. So basically, Arsenal said they're they're going to meet FIFA, <coughs> sorry UEFA even uh, after midfielder Mkhitaryan opted against playing in the Europa League final with Backhill after security fears. Gunners managing director uh, Vani uh, says that situation is unacceptable. Uh, the Armenian safety was a concern because of the dispute between the country and Azerbaijan, the host nations of next week's final with Chelsea. I struggle to find the words for how strongly I feel about this, he said. Um, we feel uh, he can travel and it's extraordinarily sad. Don't get any chance of playing in major European finals that often and Mickey has had it taken away from him. I absolutely agree with him. Disgusting um, and just another UEFA stroke FIFA fucking bollocks shit yeah and if there was ever gonna it's one of those things like oh it's it's, it's, it's almost too late to kick up a fuss so uh, just turn the music on uh, <laughs> but it's, but I mean if 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 the English FA had been, had questioned why they why why it was there when it was first done that would have given it time to have been sorted out but also, he's like, well, why, why are you questioning it? Your teams might not even be there. So you, you, you could look like it an idiot. It would have been a problem for any nation. So even the Spanish teams got into the final. They got all the way to Bacow. It's just, it even, I mean, forget about the Mkhitaryan thing because of the conflict. Absolutely ridiculous decision. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you've got your Formula One there. It's, it's miles away. Like, there's hardly any fans going to be able to travel there. And if they do travel there, it's going to cost them an absolutely pretty penny. Whereas your Champions League final is in Madrid. Yeah, I know. And it's just like, you know, there's, people talk about how um, there's uh, a, a clear first, first choice European competition and a second choice mm. European competition. And kind of having having that, this almost reinforces that, doesn't it? Yeah. It's almost like you'd like them to be a bit more on par, but um, having having the final in, in some way remote compared to having like you know in, in like a major like country, footballing countries is is very random. And it's just the amount of t- tickets that the, the clubs have been given as well. So. Um, that's say six six thousand six thousand per club in a ground that holds seventy, whereas I think the Wanda for the Champions League final, the clubs have been given sixteen thousand each. So at least collectively, they're taking up uh, maybe half, maybe two thirds mm. of, of the of the ground. Mm. So that I don't know, it just just seems mad. Like kind of like well, you have the clubs that get there. If, you know, and I think Chelsea are saying they're, they're, they're looking at selling maybe a, a thousand of their tickets and Arsenal maybe three. But if, even like if you're if you're like a minimal member, if you're a red level member, you can buy a ticket. You can if, so if you can get there, you can go and buy a ticket. Like no dramas. Through, like you know through, like if you want to go to the Champions League final, you're having to look at you know basically like black market tickets. If you want to go, to, you can get to Baku. You can go and buy a ticket. Like no 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 dramas. Well, talking of finals, <clears throat> we must reflect after last weekend's FA Cup final. Um, after Man City's dominated the league, and rightly so, they were the best team. They've also won the um, the, Car- the Carabao Cup, of course, earlier in the season in February. 
Um, and then this is the first time a domestic doubles a treble, should I say, sorry, has ever been done. Quadruple, they, they would say. Oh, indeed. And um, with a, chari- with a char- uh, charity shield as well. Um, but do you, do you count it? No. Community shield? No, 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 no. no. Why, why don't you count it? Because it's not a major trophy, is it? It's not like you've built up for the rest of the season, you've knocked out people to get there. <coughs> I, 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 don't, I don't count it, and I don't think it's counted in general because... Because because it because it was played for charity or you know played for a community, yeah. it's also it's selective participants. Yeah. It's not like anyone could win it. You can only win it if you're won, if you're if you've won the league or you, you know, if you're in that position anyway. It's not so open. Got to it's, do a community then, it's, eh? Exactly. It's not open to everyone, is it? So. Yeah. Um, but then you had the FA Cup final against Watford. Watford in the first half had an absolute. Yeah, it would have changed the game. Yeah. Would have changed the game. And uh, they missed that, and that's the difference. If you miss your miss your chances, especially if you're a Watford against Man City, no disrespect to Watford, but I have disrespected you. Um, <laughs> that, that if you're going to do that against Man City, then woe betide you. Uh, I had three 0 down as a bet, seven to one, a sky bet, and looked good when it's three 0 But then they went, nah, I'm going to step up again, and then. <clears throat> score well, six. The game opens up, doesn't it? Because yeah. Watford till that point, if we get one, I tell you what, if you get one is, and it tightens it up. And talking about betting, I think the debate is whether Sterling actually kicked that ball in the net. Because I had uh, Sterling to score with his right foot and Aguero to score. Got more money back to Aguero never came on. But some people might have had Sterling to score a brace. Uh, no, sorry, Sterling to score a hat trick. Yeah. And uh, if they they've got technology, uh, I can't even speak goal line technology and they never used it you know what they do if, if it's a goal or not yeah but they could have used that to see if it's his goal surely because of the positioning of the well, camera just for the bookies out there and people who put bet on it I would like to see confirmation of that because for me the whole ball had not crossed the line that's a sterling goal no matter what they say if you look at it at so many angles yeah. until I've got proof I think better the bookies have got to pay out on that alright Good, well, that's all 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 that's uh, so if you're ever in the Clerkenwell area, area have a little look at the bowler our, our new spiritual well, it's going to be my, my home yeah. everyone else is leaving so it'll just be just come in you see a sad person in the corner it's, be the it's probably me guard spin off pod <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll have a little think about Arsenal and stuff and maybe F1 but hey, then that'll be it Gardner's world oh, oh there you go Gardner that's one for you Guards, Guards world Guards yeah. is world so <laughs> Um, other things to mention in the football area, and obviously no, we're all building for the finals. Um, we've done the league, that's sorted out. A few awards. Um, BBC have awarded uh, Hegerberg the award for the, the best um, top player of the year, uh, women's football. Uh, she plays for Lyon, who won the Champions League. Um, she's won it twice in a row. Uh, she's from Norway, who unfortunately aren't at the World Cup. Uh, so, but yeah, I saw that was on the news this morning. Of course, um, um, Hewton has been sacked by uh, Brighton Chris Hewton yeah. and he said he's very surprised with that sacking so was I it's a ridiculous decision uh, but they've got a new guy called Graham Potter Graham Potter yeah, yeah. of Ustersons that's it and he was in Swansea and then Sorry. and now that so you know yeah good appointment but I feel sorry for 
uh, for Hughton, who's been brilliant. I, I think he's, I think he's done very well, and I think it's one of those things. There, I think their league form suffered because they they you know put a bit of effort into the cup, and uh, that's you know with a club of that size, you know, and obviously a, a, a probably a smaller squad, that's maybe a, the, the, the hit that they took. Um, you know, they didn't get relegated. They finished you know yeah. low in the league, but they also <laughs> did well in the cup. So. Yeah, it's difficult. Talk about the relegated clubs. Um, Neil Warnock has come out and said he's going to stay at Cardiff uh, for yeah. another season. Um, and we had a debate about this, didn't we, the other day about which, I think he's going to go. For, he's got a one-year contract. Whether they should employ someone as his assistant to take over from him in that last year, um, or or not. Um, I thought it was a good idea to bring someone in. You said probably not a good idea. I, I feel I like know. it undermines him a little bit. Yeah. But I think he did. I can he did actually, Warnock. He's, he's mental. <laughs> he is a bit mental. But he, I think he did actually come out and say that he wants to be involved in um, the appo- his, you know, appointment of his successor. Because that's never gone badly, has it? <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Um, then you also got, then you also got Huddersfield. Uh, went down with a whimper, to be honest. And Fulham as well. Uh, Fulham have appointed Scott Parker as their full-time boss. who caretake the last quarter of the season um, so that would be interesting apparently Sessegnon has been uh, linked with Manchester United um, obviously I think he's a clause about his, uh, being relegated so people a lot of clubs are interested in him um, uh, yeah just want to think any other players from Cardiff or Huddersfield who want to stay up or you want to poach probably not really <laughs> I don't know there was a, the, who's the captain of Cardiff uh, I just remember he's their, he's their centre back he did. He did actually look pretty good. Thing is, pe- well, you're people saying they're asking me the centre back. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah you he did. Did quite well. well. All, all I'd all I'd say is Liverpool didn't they haven't done too bad out of Robertson. They got relegated with a hole. So just because just because uh, teams go down doesn't mean all of their, all of their players are terrible. Um, so it does it does we sort of get into the point where. You know, we were getting into the summer, and it's like, what, what, what is going to happen? What are people going to do for next for next season? Yeah. So, uh, did you want to talk about now? Do you have a little little break? How long was that? To, how long was that? So, right. do you have a little break? Talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Have a little thing. Cool. All right. So, what you're uh, saying here, viewers, is that his drinks run out, and they need to go to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you back in the second half. Goodbye. <laughs> Welcome back. The drinks are replenished, and we've had a mini man buffet of uh, some delicious crispiness. So um, we staying with the football a little bit. Uh, cards on the table. Anyone who knows, uh, Robert and I are Arsenal fans. We are Gooners. Um, so I had a little think about what the uh, what a team might need to do in the uh, in the off in the off season. Um, now, just players kind of leaving the team. There's uh, there's a fair few. There's like Czechs retiring. Lick Steiner was only brought in on a year. Jenkinson looks like he's coming to the end. There's a lot of talk about El Nenny going. Uh, Ramsey's already left. Well back as well. They've like, had their, their you know they were, had their sending off their last home game. And then there's also uh, talk to Aspina who's been on loan uh, Napoli. Uh, they're going to take him uh, on a permanent. There's also talk, obviously, about other high earners in the uh, in the group. Uh, Mkhitaryan, obviously, he came in after Sanchez was, you know, the swap deal with Sanchez. Uh, and then, I mean, people, people, money is 
Sanchez, surely. Yeah, I think he. I think he. What? I think he is. I think that's why he's he's, he's massive, massive money. That's ridiculous. Well, that's that's that's. The, I think we were uh, we we were we we weren't negotiating from a very strong standpoint on that. Uh, we don't know that for a fact. That's just what what we think. There's continuous speculation about Urza as well, but that you know that remains to be seen. And then something I'd written, in my opinion, we could sell Mustafi. Robbo laughed and went, that's everyone's opinion. So that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's like 10 players who, who were going out. So, um, and then quite well documented, Arsenal are saving money. They, um, there's been, um, and there's, maybe there's 40, 40 million, like, depending on uh, Champions League qualification. But say we don't. That's forty million to um, to do like a lot of work. Um, so, is, it, is that what you think, Robbo? Absolutely, yeah. There's a lot of work to do. We've definitely got to get some of the, rid of the loads of dead wood. I mean, we've always said get um, Emery a chance, give him two or three seat, uh, windows. This window is crucial. Well, because he wasn't even wasn't backed in the summer. They no. got they got him one loan signing, but he said very early uh, that the club say summer's not a very good time to buy. And he managed. He managed to get him one January? signing. Uh, sorry, Jan- sorry, January. Yeah. Summer's the best time to buy. Yeah. January, you don't get any good deals. We got we got someone in on loan that we spent maybe like four million on. He ne- like never played. Just stupid. Absolutely. Um, January is a very tough month to buy anyone. But he's got to look at defence. Start from the back. I mean, George Graham, going back in the day, didn't have a particularly strong squad. Um, we were dreadful in the mid-80s under Don Howe and uh, George Graham came in and started from scratch literally brought in um, Winterburn from somewhere like I can't remember where he came from I think Lee Dixon came from Stoke so did uh, uh, Steve Bold. Baldy yeah. <clears throat> um, literally just brought, brought you know, a team around Tony Adams is up and coming 20 year old and that's where we got to start again just start with the defence our attacking should be you know, it's not a problem with that. Bamiyan, Lacazette. Um, we'll probably add to that by, say, getting... A, I've heard about Zaha. Um, you know, Awobi's good, but not the first article by a long, squad, uh, long shot. We've lost Ramsey. Um, Danny Welbeck's leaving, so we need a backup. And we've got this young kid called Nteke. Um, there's lots... But I would just say that this summer, I'll be happy if he doesn't buy any strikers, any wingers, just concentrate in defence and just literally start again. But better than coming back. Uh, coming back yeah. but yeah people like Licksteiner Jenkinson as you said then El Nini in the midfield uh, Mkhitaryan eh, we don't really you know they've got it's just they the only, the only thing I see with Mkhitaryan is he could be someone who's in the squad and he could move maybe move into arguably like a Ramsey role I mean I don't think he's really played there before he's nowhere near he's because Ramsey though is he well I, that, that, that's, that's my only question mark I've not, I've not seen him I've only ever seen him play wide mm. but he's, I'm just kind of like chucking it in as an option yeah. if you're kind of like well we can't afford to replace him but you've got this, you've got someone you're already under contract and maybe he's, yeah. you're paying a lot of money maybe you could maybe you could move him slightly more in field where he can have a bit more of an impact and then you can you can maybe bring Iwobi or one of the younger players through on the wing yeah. that's what, only one of the options I was thinking yeah no, that's a possibility um <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so I reckon Arsenal should do that in, the, in this summer, just concentrate on defence. As regards to the other teams around us, in and about us, let's say, let's say Man United, for instance. Man United are in crisis. And when I say Man United in crisis, people might, or Man United fans might go, we're not in crisis. 
This is rebuild, yeah, but this is Man United we're talking about. We're not talking about Watford or even Chelsea or even anyone else. Manchester United should not be in sixth place. I mean, that's just ridiculous. So, so Stand up bestie. What's, what are you no, no, I, no, I'm just trying to put it in perspective. I mean, Arsenal fans, you know, we're quite realistic and, you know, optimistic, uh, but realistic. But Man United are Man United. They have had this tradition and have the money and backing to get it right. That stems from the manager. Look at Pep Guardiola. Do you think um, any other manager would have won all the titles he's won but Man City were already winning titles. They'd, yeah, already, no, they'd no. already built a, built a squad before Guardiola moved there. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, won the treble. But you yeah. reckon another person would have got the best out of that group of players? I think you've got to get you've got to get two things right. You've got to get the players right, and you've got to get the manager right. Man United might. Have, I mean, I don't know. Might have found the right manager, but they certainly don't have the right players. Yeah, and I think in a way, you must if you read. It's a lot of reading between the lines and second guessing, but it seems like the more Solskjaer spoke towards the end of the season, the more he sort of seems to infer that some some people there needs to be some movement in and out of the squad. Well, I, I look at Liverpool. This is what Liverpool did. They got someone like Van Dijk in. Yeah. Brilliant signing. That Van, you need Man, Man United, probably an Arsenal as well. Need that focal. We've probably got in Koscielny, but he's this he's past his days now. Sure. Exactly. So. They've never had that Pallister, Bruce, uh, who else should you put in that category? Ferdinand, you know, they, like us, Sol Campbell. These players aren't a few far between. Again, I think Man United needs to do a bit of what we're going to do and start from the, from the back. De Gea's had a bit of an up and down season, but De Gea's De Gea, and I think Man United fans have faith in him. Is he going to stay? There's constant speculation about him going to Madrid. That's if he goes, that yeah. leaves a massive hole for them. Yeah. That's that. That that's basically them. And also, next major signing. We're we're quite happy with our attack, but are Man United happy with their attack? Lukaku is he the future of Man United? Rashford is probably, but they need more than Rashford. Lukaku is one of those which you know, I regularly say he's, he scores he scores lots of goals, but he rarely seems to score against the big big teams. Yeah. Rashford, it seems to be quite quite consistent. Um, I don't know what his return is this this, this season, but. I don't, I don't think he's, you know, their top goal scorer. Yeah, I, 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 you're sort of hoping that he can push on and next season really be hitting 20 plus goals. Yeah. Because uh, that, yeah, that's what you need if you want to be, like, you know, push, pushing for the, the top of the table. Um, and then you say, you know, matters matters quite old. Uh, Matic as well, you know, get, getting getting on in years. Things need to be seem to be built around Pogba, but he seems very. I don't know. Some, some, sometimes he, he seems amazing, and in other games seems non-existent. Yeah. And took a bit of abuse from some Man United players in their last home game. Uh, sorry, Man United fans in their last home game. Um, I think you also you look back like Smalling's been there for many years. Jones has been there for many years. But again, lots of fans that I, I don't want, want to put words in Bestie's mouth. But I, I'm pretty sure I remember him saying, you know, they arguably shouldn't be Man United players. They for him. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, bestie. One that when you're back, but they're not. They're not good enough. They're not like you're saying that. Like, you know, you sort of think Man United should have or be competing for the best players, and they don't have them at the minute. And finishing sixth, if you're given a choice between you know, going to Liverpool and going to Man United, at the minute players are going to Liverpool or even City because you know you're competing for the league. You're competing for titles. 
whereas you know at Man United you're not so it's very difficult same problem that Arsenal had last year hopefully we won't have next year but if you're not in the Champions League and you go in for a player and they're a, your opposition for that player is in the Champions League they're, they're going you're not, you're not getting that player they're going and you could you, one thing they're in the most prestigious competition and they can afford to pay more money OK, well, and also just to touch on the other two in the top. I'm not going to touch on Liverpool Man City. We know what, you know, they're the strongest of strong. Yeah, I don't think they'll you know, do much. Yeah, there might be, there might be one, maybe one signing. one, if anything. But well, Chelsea and Tottenham. City have to replace company because he's going course, yeah, to yeah. be player manager at Anderlecht. Right, so yeah, yeah. that'll be interesting what they do. But yeah, apart yeah. from that. Maguire, I've heard. Harry Maguire. Um, so Chelsea and Tottenham Chelsea have obviously got this embargo for signing players but that's constantly going to the House of Appeal etc etc I think they'll struggle if they lose Hazard and they can't sign anyone I think Hazard goes Sarri's already said about respecting his wishes Ooh. there's some words like that in a recent press conference I think Hazard, Hazard will go yeah so that, again if they can't sign anyone Loftus-Cheek looks like he's going to be out for a long time you know, you want your. Um, then you got you, they got, they got like your your boy Willian. You can step in. Yeah, good lad, Willian. I, well, I think he's their best, most assistant player. But again, Massive, seems to be massively underused. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And they sort their fucking strikers out. Iguain, he's over the hill. Um, um, what was his name? The other fella, Morata. Morata who went back to AC Milan, useless. Not in. Just they can't seem to find a, like a striker who's in the score. I, I, you know, they haven't got a, they can't, they've never replaced Drogba. No. Um, I did read today that uh, Giroud, they've, they've signed Giroud to a year extension. Partly, obviously, because I thought he the embargo might go through. I thought he wanted to do first-team football because he's not getting picked. He did. He did. Everything, everything lent towards that because he basically played Europa League. Uh, seven starts in the league this year. Dreadful, that so, is. So, um, he, he did come on as sub in, in, in other games. But he's um, because of the embargo. Chelsea have offered offered him a deal, and he's he, he signed. He's extended for yeah. a year. Now Tottenham in a different situation. If they win the Champions League, which I hope not. Um, <laughs> then that was uh, almost Champions. That was almost like the Champions League theme tune. Yeah. I hope <laughs> not. But I don't know what the bars are. But so Tottenham, I think, yeah, they're in a much more, much better situation because they've got a brand new stadium. Which I'll probably have to pay off for, so they will be tight on money, but they can probably sell players. Um, but equally, they'll attract players now. And now they're in Champions League final. You know, they probably need to. I mean, you've got the Son, Harry Kane, who are brilliant players. Um, Deli Alley, you know, you've got they've got some cracking players there. They probably Ericsson might leave. Speculation on that. Yeah, they need to find a playmaker then. Um, but yeah, very minor tweaks. Again, not. Not as much of a turnover as say Arsenal and Man United. No, I think you can look at those. T- you can look at Arsenal and Man United and be like, well, you probably need to actively get rid of players and get players in. Whereas Tottenham might be have to be reactive if someone's at the end of their contract or someone actually wants to leave. Like Alderweireld, there's been talk about him leaving for the last two seasons. He might go. Harry Kane has had a, again had a few in, few injuries, uh, so he, I don't. And Son, Son has, has come in and done done amazingly well. So may, right. maybe those two, we, and plus Lorente, have been fine. Um, Loris, Loris uh, we were saying he's well, he's been club captain. I don't I don't think there's much. I think he must have at least another year or two on his contract. Um, so they might 
they might replace all the viral to maybe like a centre back. I get yeah, maybe they might only need they might only need two players depending on contracts. Yeah. So they're in a they're in a very healthy position considering they've probably done no business or they've got mm. one player in the last two transfer windows. So they've yeah. <clears throat> They're in a very, very good position. <clears throat> so the last bit of football news really to talk about before we move on to other sports, um, where we'll have another break, <laughs> is, because <laughs> the drinks have gone down again, um, Strachan is in talks over the Dundee advisory role. Um, Steve Strachan, Clark. Strachan of the Gordon. Strachan of the Gordon. Uh, Steve Clark has been appointed the Scotland coach. Yeah, yeah which um, I think is good. You know, he's, he's a you know, ex, ex-player. Ex, he's Scottish, isn't he? He, play, he played for the... Um, uh, uh, national team so he's, I think that's a great signing by yeah. Scotland and it's also worth mentioning I know we touched signing. on the national is that the right word for a, sign- a manager is that a signing it counts yeah, yeah. Okay. appointment let's call it appointment, appointment. <laughs> um, and then the last thing to note is that it's the Women's World Cup coming up in June uh, so they're one of the favourites to win it good luck to them and uh, oh, yeah. not the last thing the what's the last international National League. I thought I mentioned Sorry, that. Also, we mentioned it. Yeah, didn't we? We, we spoke yes. about it as something we need to speak about. Yeah. But so that was off air, on air. Yeah. So the uh, Nations League, Nations League, as it's called now, um, where bit of interesting, but not a friendly. We could win something. Well, what do we win? Uh, we win a, one, a qualifier place or something ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> it's just nice to win, go for a trophy, I suppose. Um, Two semi-finals on the 5th of June, you have uh, Portugal versus Switzerland. And the second semi-final is Netherlands versus England. Final, not sure, I think it's about five days later, um, or the weekend, whenever that is. Um, But yeah, that'd be interesting. If we get past the Netherlands, who are sketchy (coughs) at best... England seems to be quite united. Don't know, it'd be interesting. But it's nice to have a little bit of a competitive... Uh, England game in the middle of the yeah, summer. Yeah, definitely. Like I say, you know, we've we've you know we've got in there through uh, our qualification places. It was all a bit mixed. I remember talking about it previously. Scroll back if you if you're yeah, a new if you're a new little, if you're a new little listener. Loads of old episodes. Yeah, why, actually, why would you go back? This might be our last one. Anyway, um, yeah, it's very very exciting. Very exciting summer. I'm very interesting. Just want to see. It's obviously you now a couple more games just on the football side of things. Uh, are we are we predicting Liverpool and Liverpool win the Champions League and Arsenal Arsenal win the Europa League? <sighs> I'm going to say I don't mean I'm, this. I'm going to edit you out. Yeah, I don't mean this because I am a <laughs> Arsenal fan and I don't want Tottenham to win it because I never heard the bloody last of it. But if you look at the two teams, let's be honest, on paper, what they've achieved over the season, Liverpool have to edge it for me. Even though Tottenham knocked yeah. out Man City in that bizarre game, which is one of the best games you'll ever see in the Champions League. Uh, VAR coming in play and all that sort of stuff was fantastic and we haven't spoken about that because obviously we weren't on air then but I would have to say Liverpool just says it for me I think and that's, that's just that's just being looking at it with my head rather than my heart yeah now I think if you look at the paper just look at the league finish Tottenham dropped off massively at the end of the season ended up finishing fourth Liverpool pushed Man City all the way only lost the league by, by a point that shows how strong they are Again, you know, as I said before, I can't on the table. We're both Arsenal fans, so I don't want it to just sound like it's you know anti-Tottenham bias, but just legitimately, Liverpool was twenty points better than Tottenham in the league, uh, so I, I can see them winning it, and I think they d- deserve to win it after the way they lost against Madrid, like last season. So, 
good luck to Liverpool. Chelsea, Arsenal, I think we're quite even. In all fairness, we've beat, we beaten them. Uh, with, one us with one difference, and that difference is Eden Hazard. If yeah. Eden Hazard is, you know, if he's on, you, if he's on it, he's the one who changes the game. Yeah. We don't have a change in the game person. Ozil, forget it. You'd like to be there. That one, he's one game this season. Like again, me and you both went against Leicester. Me and you both went, and best bestie, fair enough, ridiculed us for it. He against against Leicester, he was Burkamp esque. We didn't say he was the new Burkamp, which is what Matt wanted us to say. But you're exactly right. Hazard has the ability to change change the game. Ozil can do it with certain players. That somewhere that says Hazard has got rescued them so many points over the season. Like coming up with a one oh, really? goal at the end of the end the of the game, game or the important, important game, really he pulls yeah. out a goal from nowhere, which has saved them X points. If he hadn't done uh, or hadn't scored in many, there's no way they're in Champions League positions. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but <coughs> yeah. you got to say, you know, again, you know, as much as we don't want to be don't want to be biased, can't say that Arsenal aren't going to win it. So Liverpool to uh, win the Champions League and Arsenal to take the Europa League. Just as an old time's sake. Uh, before we go into the next break, um, do you want to put a bet on that? I'll tell you we'll, say. Not we'll go for a Liverpool win and an Arsenal win, see what the odds are yeah. on a double. All right. Okay. We'll look at that. See you in a minute. See you. We can do a part three. Yeah. It's unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> you guys sent me the link so I could up uh, working on my Mac on holiday. Is it Cyprus or Mallorca? I can't remember, but she was desperate to do the intro. <laughs> yeah. 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 So little, little baby, baby yeah. Robo. Well, it's not a baby, baby. Not a baby anymore. Not anymore, no. But even then, she wasn't. So, um, we've had some, we had, you know, a few, a few interesting um, interviews along the way. We have, you know, a few, uh, was it Benita van der Pass? A few, a bit of darts. Yeah. Uh, Kanchelskis, as I mentioned, um, yeah, it's been good, hasn't it, Robbo? It has been good. It's been hopefully, good... it won't totally be the end. Well, we started um, go back to our sentimental stuff. We started doing this pod in 2016, um, April 2016, and um, the first few are not actually on iTunes. Um, they're actually on our website, which is still live. It's um, www.whosaround.weebly.com. Yeah. Do you remember that? The old weebs. It's still there. Uh, so you want old oh, weebs like the first ever episode. You have to you have to play it, stream it through that website um, when you go to podcast. All the old team on there, little bio of all of us and stuff. So if you get a chance to check that out. Um, but we started in 2016 and, and the idea, the concept was uh, just four of us at work. Thursday seems to be the best day that we all got together. Uh, we were thinking about yeah. calling it Thirsty Thursday, but I think there's another podcast that had that idea. I, d- I, d- I did a bit of research into yeah. that, and it would, it would have clashed with quite a few uh, other pods, so podcasts. Yeah. Nothing so, to do yeah. drinking in the pub. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. Tim was like, oh, sometimes it's quite nice to go down the, go down the pub and yeah. have a chat with your mate. 
And also, I remember the challenge of trying to get it on iTunes. So you, me and Guard were literally <laughs> putting our hair out. It took us so long to work out our testings and all that. And then an IT guy in the room brought us out and then showed us how to do it on, on SoundCloud. Then you have to post it to iTunes. Yeah. They have to listen to it and approve it. You have to put an explicit tag on it because knowing you fuckers and me, <laughs> there's going to be swearing involved. Yeah. Um, so that has to be all in place. And then we're on iTunes probably the October, October, November of the 2016. Uh, yeah, I mean, something like that. It, it I think did take a little while. Yeah, yeah so sure, we've yeah. been doing podcasts for, for quite some time, so four years or whatever. Uh, yeah, so if you get a chance, have a listen back. Some funny ones on there, bands especially. Uh, but yeah, enjoy enjoy those. So, for old time's sake, for now, and we, what we're going to try and do is do some specials in the year, and when we all get together with some old old uh, uh, faces, voices, should I say, and also, don't forget, we've interviewed some famous people like Darren Gurney and uh, Darts Championships and um, uh, Andre Konchelskis. Uh, so we've interviewed some people on, on the pod as well. So we try to do some specials here and there as we can. But moving on, let's go to cricket. We've got a big summer of cricket coming up. Now, I don't know whether you're a cricket fan. If you're not, you'll probably be bored with this. But I will be as brief as possible. <laughs> England, for once, are favourites. I can almost like, hear Coots. Yeah. Like, hear his like, dulcet tones. La, it's going, la, 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 la. Fingers in the ears. Um, so, cricket. We have uh, just beaten Pakistan in the series. One day internationals. First two have rained off. Um, this has really been a, a base to sort of pick out 15 for the, uh, for the World Cup. Um, now, the World Cup starts on 30th of May. Um, we're all in pools, etc., as you'd expect. So all the nations are in there. Um, but we are favourites. Is at home, so it'll be around the country. So Cardiff, Trent Bridge, the Oval, um, Lords, etc., 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 Headingley. So if you can get a ticket, it would be a really good out good day out we have got some fantastic players uh, at the moment for, uh, for in our squad not just mention Morgan uh, Root um, Butler who's been outstanding Butler's coming in at four at the moment he's just smashing it around the park we're brilliant chasers we've got great bowlers and that brings me on to Jofra uh, Archer who has sealed a World Cup spot out of the 15 now, Jofra Archer is one of the fastest bowlers, most exciting English prospects we've had for a long time. Um, he's only played three internationals, but he looks the business. He was actually born in uh, Barbados. Um, he played for the West Indies under-19s, um, but then came over here, <clears throat> played for a few county teams, and then, obviously, his family settled here, and he decided to play for England. Um, they gave him his debut against Pakistan, um, and look, looks the business. So he he's taken a slot. So he's named um, in the in the squad, um, <clears throat> which is fantastic. So the squad reads as Owen Morgan is the captain. So there's only 15 member. And Moeen Ali, Joffre Archer, as I mentioned, Johnny Bairstow, Josh Butler, Tom Curran, um, Liam Dawson, who's a spinner, Liam Plunkett, fast bowler, Adel Rashid, spinner, uh, Joe Root. Jason Moy opener, Ben Stokes, as you know, James Vince opener, Chris Wokes bowler, and Mark Wood fast bowler. So well done to all those um, who are in there, but the weight of the nations on you. Being favourites isn't always the best thing to be, especially in your own in your own backyard as well. Saying that, 
it's not just about the World Cup, straight after the World Cup finishes, in August we've got the Ashes, Australia come over. Exactly. So it's yeah, interesting the names you ran through, there's a lot of familiar, familiar names in it. It's quite, yeah. quite, like, quite a nice mixture of like some established experience, mm. like you say, some exciting prospects coming through. So it'd be and good to lead into the Ashes after that. Just before I go into the Ashes, the Hales, do you remember when Ben Stokes was involved in that frapper? Yeah. Um, in Bristol, they had a fight outside the nightclub. Yeah. He missed the ashes last time round because of that. Well, Hales has been dropped because he's done something stupid. Service suspension for reportedly failing a drugs test. Mm. Recreational drugs test, so cocaine probably. Uh, and his place, as expected, has gone to James Vince. So, idiot Hales, great player. Just that's annoying. Um, we're going into the test series. It'll be captained by uh, Joe Root. Um, obviously, the team's not being announced on it yet. It's too far in the future. But um, so looking forward to, to the Ashes. Um, again, going to the usual venues. Five series tests. This is the Ashes. It is England versus Australia. On the Australian side, the two boys who were banned for the old uh, sandpaper gate, whatever it was probably well, called. Well, three people were banned. Uh, but, oh, but two of them were banned. Yeah, well, the young kid, banned, Bansford, whatever his name was, uh, he's the one who did the old rubbing of the sandpaper, so the young lad. Yeah. But it's Steve Smith and uh, David Warner who is uh, suspended properly. Um, will they be in the Ashes? I'm not sure. I think they might be. I think they might. Okay, yeah, that's right. I think their bands have finished. I just remember yeah. seeing something recently about the two of them have been are available for selection and have been mm. selected for an upcoming uh, game. Mm. Um, and then obviously, if they're still, they are playing well, they're obviously in contention to be in the Australian Nashes squad. So mm. that'll be interesting. Yeah, Stu Smith is their captain. Uh, David Warner. Oh, yeah, of course, because he was the captain of yeah, the Yeah, David Warner's a bloody nightmare. He's been involved in loads of. There was a fight, I think we punched Joe Root in the face in a pub. Uh, we're going way back now, in a walkabout pub. But yeah, he's a nasty piece of work, so I hope we, I hope we beat him anyway. Yeah, That's exactly. the cricket. So that'd be, yeah, that'd be interesting. A Formula One? Well, Formula One, the season kicks off, and uh, Mercedes are doing amazing, like Hamilton and Bottas. Uh, doing like incredibly well, Ferrari have fallen down the way. Down, you know, down the way. To, to be fair, I think um, they had so high hopes for Ferrari. It meant to be yeah. like challenging Mercedes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And I think it's been it's been quite a surprise how well Mercedes have done, particularly in the last race. It's, um, it's quite likely. I think it was uh, more uh, some tracks suit a particular setup. Um, and I think the last one, oh, I'm going to struggle to get the right information here, um, should have sort of uh, favoured uh, Ferrari, but it, um, it didn't, didn't pan out that way. And at the minute, top, top, of, the le- top of the leaderboard, Hamilton, Hamilton uh, is number one. Uh, uh, sorry, in the Spanish Grand Prix. Hamilton, so that was the last race. Um, which I think was actually the Spanish um, course track should suit, should suit, uh, suit Ferrari a bit better than Mercedes but it didn't actually work out that way and um, they, they did a 1-2 with Verstappen coming in uh, on third who Verstappen uh, said previously is my, my favourite driver, loving to bits, he's, he's, almost, he's almost fearless and I think if he, he had a slightly bit of a better car he would be um, 
uh, take taking a, a few more like holes and even first places. But in the in the overall standings, thanks, Robbo. The um, yeah, Hamilton is Hamilton Bottas uh, three wins to two wins, 112 points, 105 points. Then Verstappen for Red Bull. Um, and then, and then it's the two Ferraris with uh, Vettel and then Leclerc, who's a, the young, a young guy who's uh, come in. Another, you know, it's almost like I remember saying previously that it's, there's a few young, younger guys coming in, and there's a guy called Lando Norris, who's a young British guy. He's driving from McLaren. Uh, he's managed to pick up 12 points so far. Uh, McLaren uh, sitting 10th and 11th um, in the, the overall standings. So. Um, I think it's, it's it's very difficult. Like Ferrari have had a, a big, um, it's a big challenge to kind of like jump, uh, you know, because you've got to, to try and overtake the the, the the team that are running at the top. Um, but I mean, besides what's happening in the racing, it's um, it's been obviously very very uh, sad news uh, with uh, Nicky Lauda passing away. Uh, there's been, you know, so many. Age of seventy. Uh, oh. Age of seventy. Um, <coughs> inspiration of his time, really. <coughs> inspiration of his time. Obviously, he had a horrific uh, accident back mm. in, when he was racing with uh, James Hunt uh, uh, and people like that, and um, you know, came back from his injuries uh, and won, came, became champion. Came back about six weeks. Yeah, and became champion. After, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like you're saying, there's a, there was a massive battle with with Hunt between them. Been, you know, widely publicised. I think there's the, the uh, I can't remember the name of the film. There's a film about it. It's um, called Rush. Rush. That's Rush. it. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, but even like Lauda was always around Formula One, always there. Hamilton has come out and said um, about his, uh, talked about his meetings and uh, and, that, and that with the man. And I think at, at the minute that the, the headlines are going to him, they're not actually about the the racing. It's about uh, a legend passing away, and it's it's, it's very it's very sad. He, he seemed to be a great man, did some great things. Um, so yeah, apart from the the Formula One side of things, cricket, Formula One. Do you want to talk about anything else? Uh, oh, oh golf. love of golf. Oh, golf. golf. So Kapka uh, has won the uh, USBGA Championship and he nearly threw away the biggest lead in the world ever to <laughs> Dustin Johnson. He was cruising it going into the, uh, into the final day on the Sunday. Um, had a few bogeys. Managed to win it by one shot, which... It was getting a little bit sticky for him, uh, but he holds off Johnson. He retains the USPGA Championship, which he won last year. So, well done to him. That's uh, another major for him. Absolutely fantastic bit of golfing weekend that, uh, and well for him personally, fantastic. Um, Rory McIlroy didn't make the cut. Um, we didn't really too well English wise, but yeah. So, golfing calendar in July. You've obviously got the Open. Um, so that's what the next sort of things that are coming up. So, so on the golfing calendar, that's it. We had the Ryder Cup last year, so it brings me to this point now, where I'm gonna have to start winding up the pod and say it's coming to that point, but, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to say something about boxing, but our boxing guru, Ooh, uh, uh, De- Deontay left, Wilder, left long ago, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we had a substitute boxing guy, and uh, he was a dick. Mm. So. <laughs> Guess who? <laughs> well, Deontay Wilder. Anything to say? Yeah. Then, then then say it. I mean, we 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 all love a bit of boxing, but you know the guy the guy with the most knowledge. You know, he's not he's not here. Yeah. So uh, um, 
Yeah, we did manage to do some specials. Then maybe we'll, 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 we'll put a big bit of time into boxing. I don't, I don't know what's, I don't even know what's on the horizon. No, well, the other words, beat this bloke in the 47th seconds or something in the first round. Um, they're not the fights you want to see, are they, ladies and gentlemen? The fights you want to see uh, like Wilder versus Fury, Fury versus, I don't know, Anthony Joshua. So, yeah, I think Joshua's got a fight coming up against um, someone, Anthony Reyes Jr., um, which is happening in the next few weeks. Um, and Wilder reckons that a rematch with Fury is likely in the spring next year so that's the news in the boxing arena but uh, yeah our experts are not here so we're troubled from that point of view to give you any yeah. insight don't want, don't, want to, don't, don't want to just read off, off, off a page on Wikipedia yeah. so you know we like to give the pod has always been about like, what, we, what we like to talk about and our, our, sort of, our sort of passions and what we're interested in and I'm not going to pretend to know a lot about boxing. That wasn't. Yeah. That was never my field. <laughs> Neither <laughs> mine. And right, so uh, it gives me a great pleasure to say that I hope in the future we'll do some huge round specials. If you want more, you got subjects, you got something you like to review, then please send us an email. It's huge round twenty sixteen at gmail.com uh, or you can send me a, a Twitter a direct Twitter, which is at Muttley Scroats. Uh, that is actually my Twitter. Uh, we also have a Twitter which is at Who's Round One. Um, guards, you have a Twitter account? I, I do. Uh, I can't think, remember I think, it, can I you? Think, I think it randomly is it's almost like it's Gardner Guards. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll actually I'll put it up. Gardner Guards, that's what it is. Gardner Guards. Guard. I only set it up after we uh, we kicked off the pod, and then it was a bit like, oh, what's uh, is this here? Yeah, I'm at Gardner Guards. I literally it's actually, Gardner, though. actually wrote O G A R D N E R underscore guards, uh, and then the there's a Who's Round uh, Facebook page as well. So yeah. you can uh, we're, on, we're on there as well. Follow us, send us some messages. Uh, it, this is the last one. Uh, it's 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 been brilliant. It's been a couple of years. Mm. You know, uh, I've just enjoyed nearly four enjoyed years doing it. Yeah, three four mm. years. Yeah, it's been a massive. It's, yeah, it's been a great laugh. It's been some great people on here. Uh, it was Rob, Robbo's uh, Robbo's idea. I felt like I got sub uh, uh, subbed in as um, second in command deputy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was. It's, it's, it's been great. We've done. You know, like you said earlier, we've done a few a uh, few specials. And we did some good. Got to meet some you know famous people, some good people. Yeah, just, just always enjoyed it. The week mm. week on week, little little chat like we normally have in the pub. And just record it, put it out there, and weirdly, a few some few hundred people seem to listen to it. So, <laughs> uh, if you you know if you have been listening, you know just thanks. It's mm. been you know, it's been good. Weird looking at numbers, thinking people have listened to us talk about that shit. Well, we've all got a commute to get for you, haven't we? So, um, yeah, drop us a message. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll speak again soon. And uh, it just says, uh, there's only one thing to say really, it's a goodbye for me, it's a goodbye from the guards. Bye. And it's a goodbye for me, and it's not goodbye, it's simply, in the words of Del Boy, bonjour. <laughs> <laughs>